You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast in the beginning of our Demon Slayer Ooh. Reading Club podcast, starting, obviously, with Chapter 1. I'm here with my man, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? Oh, what up, Jim? What up? And we're going to get into the Demon Slayer Chapter 1 in just a second after I remind everybody to go over to Twitter at Weird Manga, then go over to our Instagram at Weird Science Manga. And then finally go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga to help us out for all the things that we do here on the regular feed. But there is no reason to delay here. Oh. We're going to get into what has become a, a banger. A worldwide hit. A one point save Japan is what we were told. And what is it, Luke? This is the Demon Slayer's Kimetsu no Yaibas. Don't ask me what that means. Uh, chapter one, cruelty. Oh. Yeah, so we go into this, and you're jumping into this for the first point, and you end up having, you know, that little bit of foreshadowing type of first mm-hmm. page. Cold it's a open. Little, it, cold open, and it's really cold. I mean, it's snowing. But oh, you end freezing. up also, it usually is a little bit confusing. This is how they start to get the mystery going, the intrigue and whatnot. Intrigue you have, from page one. Yeah, you have a, a boy there. Uh, Maybe <laughs> girl, yeah, with a girl over his shoulder saying, "Nazuku, don't die, don't die. I'm going to save you. You can't die. Your big brother is going to save you. So something bad has happened, mm. and we're going to find out what that is as we go in. But when we start off, you get the pretty cool beginning because you get the name of our main character right away. It's Tanjiro, and he ends up having a sooty face. But a heart of gold oh, is what I say. Uh, I don't know why I hit that, <laughs> but he ends up having Jim. the pitch black face because he's going off into town to sell some charcoal. And he says he's going to do this because his big family and we're going to see and, and be introduced to them. Though you don't have to worry about their names, unfortunately, <laughs> that much as you go. Right. So you end up where he wants to go in so they can have a huge New Year's feast. I want to sell some more charcoal, get us some money so that we can end up having this big feast. His mother's there and oh my God, thank you. She's trying to, you know, clean him off a bit as his brothers and sisters all come running. His littlest brothers and sisters. We want to go too. We want to go too. something that seems like they do often. Mm -hmm. But at this point, the weather's really bad. And you end up having Tanjiro. He doesn't need anybody to hold him back. His mom's saying this. He doesn't say this. And the idea of, no, 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 kids, you stay here. Let him go into town. He's not taking the cart. You always get tired. It's it's nice. And you are just introducing the family. And you have one of his brothers come in, and he has an axe. And they say, well, you're not real good at chopping the wood. It's such weird shape <laughs> for a kid who doesn't have much longer in this world. Just chop some wood. That's all you're good you're for, I suppose. You're not great at the, the chopping of the wood, but go and chop some wood. And all this is just basically Tanjiro. They seem to really rely on him. They spell out that their dad had died. And when you do have that, it is Nazuko, who we saw the name being mentioned in that first page, comes up, his sister, and says... Oh my god, you know, the kids, they kind of cling to you since dad's dead and we're doing all this, but you go into town and he's going to go do that. And it's a nice deal. And really, when you see Nozuko here, 
you know, look at look at the life that she has. In, oh. What happened? Like happy family. And I will tell you, a lot of times in these first chapters, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Will, but usually that foreshadowing beginning does not hit really quick. And this hit more for me of like, oh my god, what happened to her? She seems fine here. A lot of times you go go and you get to like page forty. Oh my god, that's what it was about. This is pretty quick on the things are going to go bad. There is already like a sense of uneasiness because straight away you see this is a, he's a nice kid. He's got a nice family and we know there's going to be problems. There's so. problems and and the problems maybe just with the sister, Nezuko, maybe more. We'll <laughs> see <laughs> as he goes into town. And even with that of, you know, hey, you kids stay here. You do that. It plays off at the beginning of they're safer not going with him, but the reality of it is they're they're in big trouble oh, here no. uh, because he goes off into town again because he wants everybody to have a big dinner, a big feast, and let's start the new year great. So he does end up going off and starts talking about the weather a bit, and a lot of these things end up kind of a little bit of meandering I, I think in this chapter more than some of the others but you do get the basis of the character of Tanjiro from the beginning that he's a real nice guy a hard worker hard worker. Who ends up really caring a lot about his family and his family seems to love him and they seem like a nice family and even says you know hey our life isn't easy but we're happy but then starts things get dark when he starts talking and I at first I thought what is he talking he's like hey you know, weather like this, it's not easy. When happiness ends, there's always the smell of blood in the air. I'm dun, like, dun, boy, dun. he seems to have a dark side. Crazy. Me. He's like writing that in his dark poetry notebook. He's like, that's pretty good. He gets into town and everybody greets him immediately. He is a celebrity. If things went well. I think that what he could have ended up as the mayor of the town. I mean, <laughs> they love this kid. And he comes in. And again, you don't know if it's just because he's a nice kid. Maybe he's the only one who has charcoal. Maybe he does this. But he seems to have helped everybody in town. There's a lot more than just charcoal. He's handyman Tanjiro. He's fixed a door. People are leaning out the windows on the second level to greet him into town in what we've already seen. Bad weather and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But they're all there. Hey, and they want to help him out. And they said, oh, my God, you came down from the mountain, which sets the distance and the travel uh, again to tell you that where Tanjiro and his family live, it is separated from this village. They're mm. up on their own. And it's surprising to everybody. Oh, my God, you came down in this weather. You work so hard. You're going to catch a cold. But give me that charcoal. Give me the charcoal. Everybody wants the charcoal. And you even then our favorite deal. And <laughs> if you're going to have. You know, a jam or anything. I don't know. This guy comes running out of nowhere. Looks like he's crying, right? Also looks like he's been beat up. His he's nose no and his mouth are bleeding. He ends up having a bundle of something. I thought it was a kid at first, but it ends up being a broken pot, a broken dish. And he says, <laughs> this is out of nowhere, too. He's like, hey, Tanjiro, uh, you know, the lady here says, I broke this dish. Please help me and smell it. Smell the dish. Sniff, sniff, sniff. I smell a cat. Whoa. Now, I'm going to ask you, being a detective, you mm. are. We're mm. both ghost detectives, if you yes. weren't aware of that. Is there a possibility that where this dish was, the cat might have been able to walk by it at times where you might still smell a cat? They might have the faint aroma of a cat. He has a super sniffer, right, is what we're getting here. Kind of going in with that, you know, the smell of blood in the air. But I think that it's so weird, the idea. He says, I smell a cat. 
And then that guy's just like, oh, my God, I knew it wasn't me. You jerk runs off. Still seems like he was beaten up. This lady's (laughs) like, oh, my dear. Then starts asking Tanjiro for help with uh, everybody wants his help, but everybody wants to help him as well. Mm -hmm. And it starts getting late. Things are delayed here. I don't know. You you kind of get that idea that usually he's in and out. And they even said his mom, like, be quick about it. You know, get there. So he's going to start walking home. And old man Sabaro in town. You said he should be old man Susbaro <laughs> is what you ended up saying. There we go. I tried to get that earlier and got Aww. to go read comics. He ends up saying, hey, listen, why don't you stay with me? Don't go up. And again, going up a mountain, the bad weather, but also. You throw in the idea it's getting dark. That's when the demons come out. The the freaks come out at night. I mean, that's the deal here. And Houdini told me that way back, and I I still agree with it. And so with that, this guy, I think this guy's just lonely. He is staying in this, like, the guard hut all by his lonesome. They said his family ended up dying in the past year, but I want to know why, because I don't (laughs) trust this guy. But he says, just stay here. And, you know, you can end up not being eaten by demons. The demons are out at night and whatever. And you do see that in this area, I guess, Tanjiro, it's not like there must have been real recent demon attacks because he even thinks that this might be, you know, an old wives' tale. He said his grandma told me that. But there's not like, oh, yeah, I remember like two months ago we had these demons show up. He doesn't seem to quite believe it. But the stories match up and whatnot. And even at the point he says, I... I think I could still get back to my house. I have a nose for the dangers, right? You can smell the trouble. You don't understand. You got to stay with me. And then tells him this and says he gets a meal. This guy's being nice. I'm telling you, this is Ruben Board for free. It is. I mean, he is loved in this town. And so when he ends up thinking about, oh, my God, old man Sabro lives alone. He lost his family. He must be lonely. Maybe next time I'll bring my brothers. There won't be a next time. No, that's the problem. That ain't happening. Oh, no. Uh, But he falls asleep and, you know, he ends up as he ends up falling asleep, drifting off. He remembers his grandmother said this about demons. And he says, there's no need to fear. There's no such things as demons. But now that I think of it, my grandmother said the same thing before she died. So is there? I mean, you're going into a book called Demon Slayer. It's not Kitty Slayer. No. So he ends up where it does look like he sold all the charcoal. He's probably loaded. And he goes and you see the big mountain. So he goes up the mountain. Boom. I mean, you are going to be getting a page turn here where he's saying goodbye. He what? His family slaughtered. They Uh are completely slaughtered. He gets back to the house. And when he does go and look, he sees at first where it does even look like Nazuko, who's kind of laying on top, both her and her little brother dead. Then he goes and looks in the house, and holy moly, it is it's a, a, it's, it's a horror massacre. show. And I, we, we were saying with some of these, some of these are good for jumping on everybody. I don't know, like this bit is big. Yeah, this is a little gory. more mature and gory, uh, I think, overall uh, for some, but still. I mean, I don't know what kids think nowadays. They're they're desensitized. Does this happen in Fortnite? I don't know. And I will tell you one thing, though. One of the things that goes on here, and it is kind of the play of black and white art, with that, it's not as gory as maybe it could be. I mean, with red blood all over, it might be a real bit over the top. But he ends up seeing his family seems to be dead. But then he grabs Nazuko and says, as he's going, and he goes through the roll call, everybody's dead. I think that's just to show you everybody. But he realizes Nazuko is the only one still breathing. And he ends up going and picking her up. 
and carrying her off. He's trying to get to the village, possibly to get to a doctor. Oh, my God, her body's still warm, so there's hope, but it does not look great. He's trying to figure out what happened. A bear, maybe. Oh, my God, a bear might have attacked. All these things. But he's having problems. He's trying his best, but it's cold. He's carrying his sister. It's snowing. And then she turns into a demon and Uh tries to eat him, which makes him fall, which I love the idea that he blames nothing on her. He blames it all on the snow. The darn snow. Because he falls kind of off a cliff, but he lands in snow and says, oh, well, the snow saved me, but it also made me slip. What's going on? Where is Nizuko? And now she's coming at him full out demon. Right. And he ends up luckily as an axe and he's able to stop her by putting the axe handle in her mouth. So she bites down on that. But he ends up worried like, oh, my God. And the the crazy thing is he starts thinking about old man Saboro talking about demons. And at first it's weird because he thinks maybe. Nizuko, like, Nizuko hasn't been a demon all our lives, has she? He, like, thinks back, like, incognito. Don't remember her being a, and he thinks, She wasn't no. trying to eat me all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's never really tried to eat me, but he ends up realizing, like, no, this can't be. She was not born a demon. She smells funny. Remember the idea where he even goes to bed, ah, demons or not. Like, he does not know the rules, so he would not know how or why or what is a possibility of what Nozuko is now or how she became it. He's just confused because he knows that she's not bad. It's my sister. But you get that tie even with that because we have a lot of other things where, you know, a family member will turn into a zombie, but you don't want to admit it or you don't. But something's going and even says she's growing bigger and stronger. I mean, there's problems going with this. And he the only way he could stop her is with that axe handle, it seems. The big thing, though, is she starts crying. She's still biting down. She's got the Dracula teeth, uh, you know, and she's still biting down as he's yelling, Nizuko, no, don't turn to a demon, please. She does start crying. And he can tell, I guess, at this point, you know, there is something of Nizuko still still there, even though she's a uh, a demon, there still must be something inside. And when we talk about different, you know, manga and that there's no wasted space, me and you just ended up doing the My Hero Chapter 1 as we get into there, and that's really efficient, really. And this, it has a little bit of that space, but you do still have, like, boom, boom, boom. You turn the page from this of him trying desperately to stop Nazuka from eating him and her crying too. All of a sudden, another character just shows up out of nowhere and kind of attacks, and you don't know yet, but this is a demon slayer. This is one of the demon slayers who ends up coming and stopping and kind of whacking Nizuko and trying to get Nizuko away from Tanjiro. And I'm intrigued by this guy. The minute he shows up, I thought, okay, let's see what's going on with him. Like, and you don't get too much of him, though. I, I kind of wanted a little more, but right away you end up seeing that Tanjiro sees that he has written on his sword, Destroyer of Demons. Like th- this guy, right away, you're like, okay, he's one of them he's demon slayers. Yes, yeah. And he ends up asking why are you protecting that demon and he says no 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 that's my sister my little sister and the big play here of it going forward because you end up having a kind of an overdrawn conversation or a little bit of a fight here the idea that this demon slayer who ends up finally saying tamioka his name is yes. he's seen this play out before he's seen people not want to accept that their sister brother mother dad 
Oh, no, no, they're, they're not demons. They're good. They would never do anything. And that person gets eaten then. Get it, it never works out food. well. So he is there with this idea that I, I've heard this all before, but he really seems to get upset at Tanjiro because Tanjiro keeps begging about things. Please help me. Please don't kill her. Please do this. And even gets down, you know, in a bowing prone position where he freaks out and says, you don't do that in front of a demon. You never do that. Now, with that, too, we find out this guy's like the Flash at one point because you do have Tanjiro has Nazuka's sister. This guy grabs her and brings it before you even see he's moved. I mean, he is like lightning. Mm. He's going to kill her because she's a demon. And this is the whole deal, Tanjiro begging. And he does stab her at one point, which is crazy. Um, But all this going on, he's just begging. This triggers Tomioka to say, again, like I said, don't ever put yourself defenseless. In front of an enemy And all demons are enemies You're going to have to learn this You're going to die And this is not your sister anymore But they keep going back and forth And you do have You know, Tomioka just keeps Kind of giving you those rules Of you don't bow down You have Tanjiro say But I'm going to find out how to save her He flat out says There's no saving her She is a demon You can't save her But then later says but there is a little loophole. Yeah, it's a weird Only loophole. Only if you are the, a, a wuss, there's a little loophole. Yeah, it's weird because he says the demons might have a cure, but they're not going to listen to you if you're a wuss. They're not going to, you know, respect you like that. But as all this is going on, you do finally have a bit where you do have Nazuko trying to protect and save her brother. And it's a weird play because when you end up having Tomioka almost like, look what I'm going to do to your sister and stabs her, you end up having Tanjiro freak out and he throws a rock at at Tomioka that Tomioka blocks the first one with his sword. But then you end up having Tanjiro come full out. Now, again, he's doing this now, kind of what Tomioka wanted him to do. Step Mm -hmm. up and stand stand up up for yourself. And he goes, this progression, you explain it because me and you were so confused. Even I understand it, but it doesn't play out well of what happened, right? This is master tactician Tanjiro coming in for the kill. Because first of all, you have the rock as the distraction. Not much of a distraction. Uh, Tomioka handles that easily. But then we see Tanjiro whipping out the hatchet, goes behind the trees. We see a, a, a whoop, and there's another rock, and then he runs, Tanjiro runs with maybe something in his hand. He goes in for the swing, uh, and Tomioka is not very impressed. It's just a simple running attack. He's just using his uh, rage. That's about it. He knocks him out pretty handily with the back end of the sword. That's when the finishing move comes in, because we see from up above, oh my goodness, it's the flying axe attack from the sky. I mean, oh this thing goodness. comes out of nowhere, right? And it was it's coming like I don't know how far because we find out <laughs> in know. seconds he's able to figure out the master plan, which is basically Tanjiro ran behind a tree, grabbed a couple of rocks, started flinging, and while under the cover of the tree, he chucked his axe airborne, and then it just managed to land perfectly. Like we're talking inches, I, like, yeah. Like if, if if he didn't move like Barry Allen. He would have been sliced. Oh my god! And we know he's quick. So they said that. I'm telling you, if I'm here and I'm Tomioka, I'm like, who who threw that axe? <laughs> I'd be so scared somebody's throwing axes at me. Uh, but it is this play that 
It impresses Tomioka. You're pretty good. And, and the weird thing, though, is the play here is what he says. Tanjiro did this knowing that when he got close to Tomioka, Tomioka would kill him. But then the axe would kill Tomioka, Double then kill. allowing sus sister Nazuko, who is a demon, probably to go and kill everybody in the vicinity. I mean, this is just him with his last ditch effort trying to make sure that his sister doesn't get killed. Not a great plan overall. It really isn't. Now, I don't think he counted on the idea that Tomioka was just going to knock him out easily and not kill him. But with that, I love this then. As he's thinking of this plan, he ends up, like you said, he knocked out Tanjiro. This is something that seems to have pissed off Nozuko to all end. She starts trying to attack then. And then we get Tomioka karate chop because she ends up breaking free of him and kicking him. But he ends up being able to karate chop her. I mean, he just karate chops her down and then she's done. And before that, though, she does try to guard Tanjiro. She's trying to guard him. And he sees this thinking he thinks she's going to go chowing down, but she guards. him. Yeah, because she runs over and he's like, oh, that's it. That stupid idiot. I told him what happens. And the way that. It is explained. I thought that it kind of comes into the play of almost like a drug addict in a family. I mean, this might be dark, <laughs> but it's the idea of like you have somebody they love their family, whatever. But then the drugs and all now they start stealing from their family. They to get the, drug. the drugs are the things that overtake them and do that. And it's a sad case. And uh, yeah, this seems like he really thinks up. Oh, he's done. He's going to get eaten by his sister. And she goes over and kind of. Checks his head. She goes cold turkey. Turns around and protects him. Now, all of this is explained even at this point where, you know, Tanjiro doesn't understand. He says to Tomioka, when he, demon, 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 like, there's no way. She wasn't a demon. How could this happen? And he does say, well, she probably got demon blood in her wounds. And that's how you end up passing. It's, it's almost like a Dracula a vampire thing. Mm. But they end up explaining that must have been the case with all that. And you do a have at the point where Tanjiro says, but I was sniffing and I smelt something else. Probably that cat again, that damn cat. That cat caused He knows that it wasn't just her and he's got that scent and he really wants to take revenge on that family. But while he is knocked out and when you end up having Tomioka karate chop and knocks out Nazuka, they're just kind of laying together. But you get the family, uh, you know, of the mind, of the heart, of heaven, the ghost family. Who basically says, you know, we miss you. We're sorry uh, we had to leave you and take care of Nizuka and ends up, you know, his mom kisses him on the head. And again, remember at the point where he was blaming himself, if I was only there, if I could, he couldn't have done anything. He would have been dead as well. It's a shame that some of the kids didn't go with him. Maybe they, but even then, at one point, Tomioka even says, if I would have been quicker, I might have been able to save him. I'm a demon slayer. Because even, there's a cool thing earlier as well when you end up having old man Saburo when they're talking about the demons in the village you end up having Tenjiro say like why what happens with these demons why what goes on can they come in houses like you're getting rules and he says oh yeah they can kill you in your house well why don't they well there's demon slayers they take care of them I get the idea in this first chapter and I haven't read anything past this first chapter oh just later but I get the idea that 
the only reason there wasn't, you know, uh, Tomioka in the area or another demon. There hasn't been a lot of demons in this area, mm-hmm. it seems. You know, uh, the it whole seems deal. like a small town in the mountains. You know, maybe there's not a lot of demons there to go around to spare. Yeah, exactly. So it does seem that kind of play here where they don't really they, like. The idea of demons is not something in their zeitgeist of, oh, my God, we got to watch. He even had Tanjiro say, yeah, they're kind of nonsense. I don't believe in that stuff, but we see they're definitely real. And we're getting some of the rules, which I like. But then you have, you know, the family of the mind say that, you know, take care of your sister, do that. So you end up then where he wakes up and you do have the classic deal and what goes on. Where at first when I would see it, what happens is, is that, you have Tomioka realize that there's something different here. Nezuko did not try to eat him, even at a point where he says she should have been so hungry. She should have just devoured him. But she re- he realized she must not have tasted blood yet. She hasn't gotten the taste of human blood yet. So if they can stop her from doing that, she's not going to go in a frenzy yet. And maybe we can find something going on, or at least maybe Tanjiro can. So there's he ended up hope. putting... He ended up putting like a, a bamboo rod muzzle, muzzle in her mouth. When I would see this, and I before I even read any Demon Slayer, even manga, you would see because Demon Slayer is so big. But, I actually thought this was like, I know I didn't know what was going, but it, it seemed like a scroll or something. And, okay. and then so when I started reading more manga and hadn't read Demon, then I really thought like this was some enchanted scroll. No, no, it's just so she doesn't bite anybody, and it's there the because if she tastes human blood, if she does. Then it's over. You're really done, and they're going to have to kill her. So you have that. And even with that there, she seems kind of normal as she's sleeping. So she is able to you know, go back and forth, whatnot. Tenjiro wakes up and sees her, and then you end up, I mean, is this a sus deal where Tomioka is just kind of standing behind a tree? Behind <laughs> the trees. Hey, it's me over here. And says, and this is kind of a cool deal where when you ended up having Tenjiro pass out, and get knocked out by him. He was going to save his sister. So with the idea, when he woke up, probably thought right away, oh, she's dead. Why am I alive? Whatever. Sees that she's okay. And then you have Tomioka just come out, says his name, and says, listen, you got to go see an old man, Sankanji Urakadaki. Go and see him at the foot of Mount Sengiri. And he's giving him info. I mean, he's not nice, but he's not mean he's now. He's telling him. Yeah. And, and again, I think that you really get with the character work, he's a demon slayer. We we know this. And he's, he's all business, right? But he's not a bad guy. But he's all business. And so he's not used to saying, okay, you take your demon sister and do this. But he's going to do it because he sees there's something different. Gives us one last bit of rules. Don't let her go in the sunlight. He says, it's okay now, there's no direct sunlight, but don't let her go in. Again, goes back to the beginning and plays out well when you reread this and all. That's why, you know, they come out at night. The freaks mm-hmm. come out at night because Makes they sense. can't be out doing that kind like of a vampire thing away. It's a lot of vampire look, even with the fangs and stuff. But you go back and... He just zooms back into the forest, and that's the last we see yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, I, he just disappears. He's like, <laughs> boom, he's gone. Ninja. But he, he did give... I like where he's doing this, too, where he's like, he comes out from behind a tree and says, hey, you're awake. Hey, go see this guy. My name's Tomioka. As he's saying that, he's gradually going to and then zips out. He's done. He's like coming back into the tree and he's it's out. It's funny, too. It'd be funny if you look and you see him just running away. You're not supposed to look. He's running. He throws uh, a rock for like distraction. It's like the Batman deal. And all of a sudden you get hit by an axe. 
Oh, jeez. Uh, but then you do see him do that. They go back and bury their family, which is sad. And you see that, and he's giving prayers. And you do have, again, where Nozuko, at least at this point, she can't really talk. She's got this muzzle, plus she's a, van- a werewolf. A, what am I saying? A, a demon. demon. What are them? She's not the, the wolf, wolf man. man. Oh, no. And really what you get the play, too, which I thought was cool, because you see her thinking like, oh, she's just a cutesy sister. Again. No, no, no. Look at look at those nails she has because he does hold her hand and says, let's go. They He looks back one last time at the grave, and then they take off running. Running into the trees. He wants to find that idea of him smelling that different smell. He wants to get revenge. This isn't like right away of this. I'm going to be a demon slayer. I'm going to do like that guy. Uh, he doesn't go, I'm, this is my story. I'm the number one demon yeah, slayer. Yeah, exactly. And now he knows where he has to go. At least the, the big play here isn't, I'm going to be the demon slayer. It's, I'm going to save my sister and try yeah, to get her that's good. That's the game plan. And so they, they do go off. He does have his axe. You see, he has that stone. He goes off. He likes throwing it behind trees and things. But it's good. It, it It's a good first chapter. Some of the things you have to, and I, I'll tell you, the couple times I read it, each time I read it, I did like it a little more. Mm-hmm. Because at, at, I think through first read, you kind of think that it is kind of sparse with things. And uh, hey, this you know dialogue went on a little, the fight and all that. But once you get the setup and kind of put things together, especially from the beginning to the end, then uh, I think that it does play out pretty well. Mm. And I did like this. And it really does make me want to continue to at least see Ken Tanjiro, you know, save his sister. You set up, you know, pretty much the MO, the mission statement at first to try to get the things. But seeing even Tomioka, that's kind of intriguing as well. As- it's simple, but it's a very solid foundation. Like, you get a good, firm grasp of Tanjiro, and you know enough about the world to get going. Like, you know enough about the demons. You've got enough intrigue with the demon slayers and with ninja. Tamioka just going in and out of the trees know, like yeah. a madman, and you have enough of a game plan, you know what's going next. So by the time you get to that final panel, they're running off, you want to continue on too. Yeah, and that's something that, again, we're probably going to do an intro deal that maybe you listened to already, but to put it out with this, when you get that first chapter, you want to get uh, you know, your feet in the world. Okay, what's this world about? We know there's demons. That That's our big deal. We know, de- we know some of the rules about it. We even know how People can become demons where you have Tomioka say the reason why they're uh, able to reproduce and whatever is to get somebody who's in, you know, they kill a bunch of people, but one of them, they put the blood in the wounds. So they'll do. That's how they multiply things like that. But you have that connection, brother and sister, that is stronger than being the demons. So that sets that up. And I really do like Tanjiro. You, you like him right away. He's a helpful kid. He's very he's helpful he ended up even going into town before all this nonsense just so his family could have a feast he's a good kid he's a good kid and i even saw a little bit of a interview at one point where that was what you know the author said that's the constant he wants to make sure that tenjiro is always a good kid and things like that so i do like that straight away but a lot of times like i was gonna say when you get to the end of the first chapters even if they're over long it's it's more to set up character and world, then we'll get to the story. Like you, you find out usually near the end, you know, the cliffhanger is like, okay, that's what the story's going to be because you're kind of just getting your footing at first. And I, I love the way that manga does that because to me, the story really hinges on character. Mm-hmm. You have to like those characters. We that's talk about hope. it all the time. And I do like these characters, including 
Nezuko seems to be the only demon ever to be able to fight it. That's pretty big. And she cutesy deals. She's got that muzzle. Uh, But overall, I think that it's really good. Again, there's got to be a reason why it becomes the savior of Japan. You know, like this is a simple start, but like when you look at what it's become, like it's pretty crazy. Yeah. You know? So I, I'm excited to go forward with it because I have only read this first chapter. Oh. I haven't read anything else, so I'm excited about that. But we'll leave it at that and get going. Thanks everybody for listening. Again, go to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Go to our Instagram at Weird Science Manga and go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science for you know, support for all the things that we do. We're going to end up coming up with some things and some incentives to go over for all mm-hmm. these reading clubs, things like that. But we're still trying to iron that out. So I'm not even going to pretend that we know what we're doing there. <laughs> we don't know anything. Again, I hope that people are enjoying these reading clubs, it's something where maybe you can get involved a little more than, say, you know, a chapter of Blue Box. I say that and everybody's like, I love Blue Box. What are you talking Blue about? Box. But this is something more to get everybody involved and doing things that I haven't read. You're usually up to date on most of the things. But if you have read it, this is a trip down memory lane. And that's what I'm saying. We both have that. You're going through it again. I'm going at it new. So I'm excited about Ooh. this and all of them. So. With that, thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Luke. And we will talk to you uh, next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.